So, hey guys, before we get into the episode, we wanted to record a brief statement because uh, this episode was uh, actually recorded in advance um, before a lot of the things that are happening right now. We wanted to record something talking about everything going on because of George Floyd's murder. We just wanted to say, like, we really hope that this will this will bring change, that this can be a jumping off point for things to to really cause change, to cause something important to happen. Um, we just wanted to include something because we didn't want it to make it seem that we were being silent about it um, because this episode was recorded in advance. Um, and sometimes silence from certain parties is sometimes the most loud thing there can be. Um, we're not going to necessarily have a whole episode, I think, talking about the whole thing because I don't think we're qualified to do that. And truthfully, I think everything that um, can be said has been said by way smarter, more qualified people to do so. Um, it's clear what happened was in, was wrong. Um, there is no gray area. Um, so we're kind of just hoping that this brings change and we hope that like the justice that his family deserves uh, can be achieved. Um, so with all that being said, you know, we just wanted to have something at the start of the episode, just to acknowledge it um, and, and, and make sure that our stance was clear. Um, and I think now you could just listen to us say a bunch of dumb shit. Closer to the speakers, I can't hear it. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I got it. It's just a great song, man. I love this song. I am a big Ario Speedwagon fan. Sue me. Sue me. So sue me. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I'm in an Ario Speedwagon mood today. I'm in a lot of weird moods. <laughs> some, some, some intro songs that you didn't think would be coming. Yeah, no, that that is fair. No, you definitely did get me there. No, I get it. There was one episode we did for whatever reason. I decided to listen to like metal the rest of the day. Oh yeah. So I listened cool. to like Judas Priest, like yeah, for half the day, which oh, was really awesome. funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Cool. Oh, welcome right, back, well, episode fifty-five. Yeah, we were we were just talking about it, man. It's kind of crazy. Fifty five seem feels like a big number. It does, yeah. It's a lot. We're we're like closer to a hundred than we are one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that's I don't know. That's a weird thing to think about. Ah, the the good old days. I think back to that first episode. I know we were so young and naive. <laughs> a, a little bit, actually. A little bit, actually. <laughs> Um, all right, we are doing a double header today, so if we're coming off the hottest of hots, the D.B. Cooper episode. Yeah, that was a blast. So that was a really fun one. I think we wanted to have like things we hate and things we love back to back, but I just, I gotta get that D.B. Cooper episode out. Yeah. It, it's just, it was fun. It was really fun. 
Um, yeah, so this time around, we're going to talk about things we love, be a little bit more on a higher note. Um, I do recall going off on a few rants and our things we hate uh, one, so I'm going to redeem that a little bit. Yeah, we're going to dial it back a bit and talk about fun things that we do enjoy. And, you know, this will be a, a weird episode for everybody because uh, we're not going to be negative. Well, there, there might be a little bit of negativity, but, you know, that's to be expected. I think we always have a, a find a way to voice some sort of problem we have with the world. <laughs> Pretty much. In most, in most episodes. <laughs> we'll um, figure it out a way to, to wiggle it in here. Um, all right, Mitch. Well, let's uh, get the ball rolling. Let's do another What You Drinking. All right. I'm getting drunk. I, I do want to go ahead and just preface this whole episode. I'm, I'm, I got a buzz going. <laughs> all right. I don't, unfortunately, even though I had a shot of that shitty PBR whiskey. Ugh. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was that was that was disappointing. I'm mad that they even put on the label like aged five seconds. Like, I you know, motherfuckers. Yeah, you they know what try. they're doing. They're trolling. They're definitely trolling. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the beer I have selected for this episode is it is uh, not really sure. It's it brewed by Collective Arts in Wanakee, Wisconsin, and. I think it's called Ransack the Universe India Pale Ale, um, and the reason I'm into I it. <laughs> right, uh, it's brewed with Galaxy and Mosaic hops, and that is all I know about it because the the can is a, the, the one of the reasons I picked it out. It's such a cool kind of simplistic design. It doesn't have any words on it. It's basically mm. just a flower that's taped to a wall, um, and that's all all we have to go off of. Yeah, I kind of like that. I kind of like that because a lot of beers, you know, definitely go over top with like the labeling. I like a minimalist idea. Yeah. Ooh, that was a frothy one. That was it all was. up in your mustache. Oh, did I get some? Did I get some uh, bubbles up in there? You did. You all did. Right. How is it? <laughs> uh, man, I really enjoy having a mustache. Thank you for asking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thank you for including that in the podcast <laughs> that I have facial hair. <laughs> I've been working on it for a long time now, so I'm finally getting to the uh, the age where I can enjoy 28 years young and finally able to grow some facial hair so <laughs> yeah i think it is at the point because i've mainly seen you with facial hair recently so if you were to shave i think it would be kind of an adjustment yeah it would be weird for sure so i'm gonna keep it as long as i can um anyway that <laughs> random thing um no this beer is fantastic mm. i really like it a lot um there are it's the perfect amount of uh again citrusy uh <laughs> without being overpowering um it's not one of those like cloudy ipas the hazy ipas which i hate um it just says west coast style and i'm not sure what that is okay so you just brought up something that is like super great yeah the hazier ipas i those i hate those i cannot I stand those yeah, I'm like so glad you like put it into words for me because I've never known how to say it. But it's like because what you mean is is like when you pour it out and stuff, it just has like there's like a weird film in yeah. the beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I fucking hate those. So yeah. I'm glad you put it. In it's the words yeah. It's for called me. a it's called a hazy IPA, and they're like making a fucking resurgence. People are obsessed with them now. It's the new hipster thing to drink. Um, and I just I've never had a hazy IPA that I like. They're almost like too sour and that foamy residue is almost kind of like a milky texture which i cannot stand yeah, yeah 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 no i totally agree i think that there are just even normal ipas that have that going on it's just subtle enough where 
I notice because of how much I hate it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But that but that beer does look good. It has a really good body that I get. Like, I, yeah. would, I would really want to take a swig of that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a definitely a big fan. Yeah, check out Collective Arts Brewing, Ransack the Universe. Such a cool name, too. Cool can. Cool... They're just killing it. They're killing it. That sounds like a band name, and you go and see the band, like, yeah, we're going to go see Ransack the Universe, and just, like, they're fucking... Like, it's not as crazy as you would think. Like, they're probably playing acoustic guitars. However, they probably did a lot of shrooms before. Yeah, You know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And they're like, you're like, whoa, that dude was, like, really playing that G chord. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. it was that kind of I thing. Love, I love band names that sound like the the, the 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 when you actually hear what the kind of music they do it's nothing like what you'd expect based on the band name uh i like, agree for example there's a band called murder by death which sounds like the coolest just metal band they do bluegrass they're a bluegrass band called murder yeah. by death i think yeah. i've heard of them yeah yeah they're, well like i think one of my favorite ones is uh this will destroy you oh yeah which is just an instrumental like shoegaze band kinda and uh I think my favorite one this is just one of my favorite band names is and they will know us by the oh, fuck and they will know us by the trail of body the dead behind us or whatever that's <laughs> insane it's it sounds metal I need to look it up because they're actually a really good instrumental band too but yeah, yeah. I was like fuck yes that band name yeah there's um, a really awesome band called Diarrhea Planet uh yes <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they're kind of like an indie rock, and definitely not metal like you'd expect based on their name. But <laughs> um, definitely still really love Starfucker. Yeah, that's a good one. Just a good name, good band. Um, I will say that probably my favorite metal band name, and it's not as shocking. I just think this is like just a solid name, and I do really like the band because they're power metal. Is a uh, Napalm Death. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. I really, really like Napalm Death. (laughs) Um, Anyways, sorry. A little tangent there. Uh, Let's get into what I'm drinking. So we're going to continue with my popsicle challenge. However, I just put it in a glass and let it melt. And we're just going to try it. (laughs) That's a good idea. This is their lemon drop. Oh, that's bad. That's bad? That's bad. You think it would have been better if it was in the uh, frozen? Like, you, nope. Do you like it less than its frozen counterpart? Nope. This, no, it's, it, this tastes like laundry detergent. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm bumming. Bumming yeah. pretty hard. Oh, holy shit. That is bad. Oh, my God. Oh, well, this, now's a good that's time a to bring this up. What I would like to do for the future of the podcast, and I think maybe one day we can get there, so as you probably know, because you're a you're a hipster beer guy, of course, thank is you. that there are beer subscription services. Yeah. What I would like to maybe do at one point is, you know, when when COVID passes and you know li- life is a little bit more back to normal. Yeah, we went one episode without mentioning the virus, and then you had to just fuck it up. You, you're you're I'm actually just, really I'm just right. Kidding. I kind of wish. I, <laughs> my point being is when things get back to normal. I, I really do want to start a Patreon for us because we don't yeah. need a lot of money. But if we made enough money where we can do a subscription services, we can get the same beer delivered to each other. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have to put something together. Here's a, yeah, listeners, if you want to see us drink the same beer so we can, you know, actually be on the same page and enjoy something, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon, which is not loaded yet, but we'll let you know when it happens. We will because. 
that's that's about all I ask is just like help us pay for our beer so we can have a little bit of a better because I really do think that might be the one thing that's lacking is we do need to drink the same beer yeah yeah so we need to we need to find a way to do that so it'll probably take some time but we'll try and get there and do that yeah no that would be cool man yeah I, I would love yeah I didn't even consider that there are a plenty of beer subscription services that will mail it right to your door well and and I'll, I'll bring up a positive note of covid is that it has started to have me explore that more it's like mm-hmm. man and and like i can order the guinness that i like the guinness in the can with the widget i could just order like a fucking case of that yeah at a discount and have it delivered now is it gonna take a while yeah but when i get it i'm set for two days maybe um, <laughs> a um, whole case no, it just, so that'll be good for the weekend um, just co- just COVID has like started to have me look into like more alternative options and delivery services, and so I mean a, a benefit being there is it is that mm-hmm. you know it yeah. it has made me think about things a different way. But yeah, I think we just need to do a beer subscription service and just like order the same beers um, and do that. So I think that I'm down. Would be, I'm down for that. Yeah. yeah, I'd be really hyped for that. Okay, with all that being said, um, do you want to do a lightning round first? Yeah, let's do a lightning round. All right. Question number one. Uh, What's a movie that you've never seen that would be kind of embarrassing if people found out you've never seen it? Like a classic, a staple. I was going to say National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, but I just watched it. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Wait. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I saw National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, okay. I have still not seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation all the way through. I can't believe that. That is my favorite Christmas movie, man. I watch it it sometimes twice a Christmas. Yeah, it's Aaron's too. And I I will say, like, I'm fully aware. I am surprised. I know all the bits. I know all the jokes. I have never sat down and watched it start to finish. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I know the joke, so, like, when people do it, but it also takes me a minute. So, like, there are times where people will make those jokes, and I'm like, oh, National Lampoon's Yeah, So I was like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I did watch um, the original National Lampoon vacation movie uh, when they go to Wally World. What, oh, what's it actually yeah, called, that's so Mitch? weird. Um, I think it's is it is is, is I think it's just family vacation. Family or? vacation. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. So I did I did actually watch that for the first time um recently and um no, yeah, that that was great. That was yeah, a, that was a, a great movie. Yeah. When they go to the I mean it it doesn't hold up well. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out here, but it was really funny when they go to the fucking ghetto to ask for directions and they just like steal the fucking rims <laughs> off his like I don't I don't know why that was so funny. It I, maybe it shouldn't be. I just remember that really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was uh, I was watching Back to the Future the other day, um, and Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies. I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and Erica came. Actually, it was Back to the Future too. And Erica came in the room, and she was like, "Why is Michael J. Fox?" 
playing an older version of himself. And I was like, what are you talking about? Have you not seen this? She's like, I've seen like bits and pieces. And she was asking me questions about she's never seen the whole movie like all the way through. It's like, this is my favorite movie. Like, how have you not seen it all the way through? So we we watched it, obviously. Um, But I just thought it was so crazy. Like one of the best movies of all time from 1985. You just like. I'm kind of confused. What's happening here? They're they're traveling. <laughs> they're traveling through time. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's I, I do this joke because of the Office. Anytime like we watch, like I make Charlotte watch one of those movies. Yeah. Like you know, I, I I'll just do a thing where I'm just like, which one is the Godfather? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh. which ones? Which one's fear and loathing in Las Vegas? <laughs> uh, well, so, well, what was her what was her reaction to Back to the Future? Oh, she loved it. Obviously, yeah, she's she's seen enough of it to understand like the gist of it, but she's never seen it, you know, from beginning to end. So, so assumedly, she hasn't seen Back to the Future too. She she has seen again bits and pieces of just one and two, there. just not because two is my favorite. Too. I yeah I think it it's, I don't know it's, it's not gonna, as good as the first one I mean I'm not yeah. even gonna pretend I just think I like the I like that like Michael J Fox is like hot you know like he's you know he's 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 what well, he's so sexy um, <laughs> so sexy but he's like you know he's he's doing well and like just it was a it was just a big movie so there was a lot of things like yeah. they actually go to the future yeah that's the I part i really the, like about it is that they that they try to predict like what the future 2015 is going to look like so looking at it through our lens of 2020 it's like oh there's going to be flying cars and these little pizzas you can hydrate and like there's man there's none of that but you guys took a stab at it and <laughs> Yeah, and that's it, fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so, what is that movie for you? What is what is a movie you're embarrassed that you haven't seen? Oh, there's so many. Um, I haven't seen many movies, um, many of the classics. Um, I've never seen Scarface, um, Goodfellas, <laughs> The Godfather. Uh, you, speaking oh, of, wow. Okay. Most hold of on. the mob movies I've never seen. Scarface, I could let pass because I think Scarface is a good movie, but I don't, I don't think you have to see it. But yeah. you haven't seen Goodfellas. I've never seen Goodfellas. Oh my god, that one's rough for me because I think Goodfellas is top ten, one of the best movies ever made. Ray Liotta is impeccable in that movie. De Niro, Pesci, fucking <laughs> it, it is the movie. God, I know. I it's got all the hot people. That well, like you said, you haven't seen so you haven't seen The Godfather. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think yeah, both. I think the Godfather trilogy is absolutely incredible, but it is harder to get through. Where yeah. I think Goodfellas, start to finish, great time. Um, so you think I'd enjoy that one more? Goodfellas? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you'd love it. The thing is, you would fucking love Goodfellas. That's I'm, what I'm blows sure me I probably away. would. Yeah. Well, do you not like mob movies? Is this maybe why you haven't seen them? I don't know. I, I, I don't think I don't have anything against mob movies. I just have never tried. I think is what it is. Oh man, they're my favorite, dude. I fucking <laughs> love. They just came out on Netflix. They came out with the fucking like four hour movie oh, with De Niro yeah. called The Irishman. I watched yeah. that all in a night. Was late to work the next day. <laughs> fucking incredible De Niro performance yeah I was gonna watch that but then I was like wait I haven't seen like any I I feel like if I'm gonna prioritize I should probably watch like Goodfellas first to kind of get a frame of reference for what 
is happening. Yeah, <laughs> the Irishman is pretty low. Have you seen Casino? Nope. Oh, fucking Casino. <laughs> Here's a few more I haven't seen. Um, any of the Bourne series, the Jason Bourne movies, uh, any of the uh, John Wick movies. Um, I haven't seen John Wick either. The first Jason Bourne movie, the first Jason Bourne movie, amazing action yeah. movie. After that, man, eh, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, but not, but not. I, I also have not seen John Wick, but I want to watch John Wick. Maybe we I can. I do too. Yeah. Maybe we can. Uh, John Wick only has three. We can knock that out quick before we get back into Fast and Furious. There you go. <laughs> God, I don't want to watch the Fast and the Furious anymore. <laughs> oh, it's coming, buddy. It's I'm running coming. out of ideas, and when I, I run out of ideas, we watch Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Shit. How many? We've done three, and we have, what, seven more? <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do, and I, I kind of wanted to include the 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 like spinoffs as bonus episodes, like Hobbs yeah. and Shaw. I yeah, wanted, yeah. I want to go see one in theaters with you, because that, that would be, be amazing. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So okay. So I mean, that's not too bad. Did you have more? Oh uh, no, that was that was pretty much the big ones I could think of. Yeah, that's not too bad. I do. I think. I think that we either need to wait until we can be in the same room and watch Goodfellas together, or we we watch it via online together. I would uh, like to watch okay. Goodfellas with you. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> um, all right. Goodfellas. Question two: Would you rather? fight 50 horses that are the size of ducks or would you rather fight one duck the size of a horse oh shit <laughs> that i feel like you're kind of fucked either way because here's the issue a horse that's the size of a duck they're all muscle yeah yeah so that thing <laughs> they could still like easily kill you yeah <laughs> a duck the size of a horse I think I would pick duck the size of a horse mainly just because it's one enemy I would have to take care of. A so huge could, enemy though. A huge enemy now but duck if it was a if it was a goose <laughs> if it was as big as a horse and it had the temperament of a goose I mean you're dead. There's nothing yeah. you can ever do. But a duck I may stand a chance. Yeah, they don't they, they I don't see a lot of duck fights. So I don't know how they would fare. I I think I agree with you though. Yeah, yeah, I think I think because just because it's a duck, I have a chance. It might be as big as a horse, but I may have speed because it's still got a fucking like like a model. So I think I can. I think I can outmaneuver it. I think, I think so I too. I can dark souls my way around this duck and kill it. Uh, good answer. Um, all right. Question three: What was the last the last gif you sent to someone? Um. Actually, it's probably in this group text between me and my buddy. Um, hold on. Okay, what's yours? Because this might take me a second to find mine. Okay, mine is. Uh, I, I don't. I don't text a lot of gifts, but I had. I had a pretty good one in our uh, a group message with some of my buds. Um, basically, long story short, is. They found out that like one of my friends has a Hulu account that pretty much everybody has the password to except me because uh, I use my family's. I, I mooch off of them, uh, and they 
but he so he he like basically hacked into my other buddy's Hulu account and he he changed his account name to Mitch and Erica to try to make it look like we were the ones stealing his Hulu account instead of him which is actually pretty funny um, and then he sent the group message like a screenshot of like so <laughs> how did you guys get my Hulu password and I was like I didn't I was so confused so then I sent so then my other buddy was like ah, I'm just kidding that's me um, not a great story but I sent the gif um, of Dwight from the office saying identity theft is not a joke so <laughs> it was good. fitting <laughs> um here's what i've realized is i don't really send gifts i send um i send memes oh uh, okay that's or a good funny one. post but basically the last thing i sent to somebody was actually to you and it was the spin article that said uh ultimate weezer box set just 12 copies of the blue album <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> Um, and, but what was funny was Spin's little, you know, post they put on, they said fans of the early stuff will definitely agree. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, basically any Weezer fan ever. That, um, yeah, that is super funny. Yeah, I agree. Besides um, that, I'm like, Pinkerton! Fucking <laughs> Pinkerton! Uh, he's lonely, bruh! Uh, <laughs> All right, that's about enough of that. Um, let's get into, I believe Eli has a video game corner planned. Eli, let's get into it. Outstanding. Welcome back to Eli's Video Game Corner. Here we're going to update you on a few things. Um, Xbox has no baseball games, and they all are terrible. And I spent $30 on a game called RBI Baseball. And it Damn is- it licensed by the MLB and it is shit. Ah, uh, that sucks. I mean, it's an arcade style baseball game and I bought it for us. I was like, dude, I'm going to like we're going to stream this or we're going to do something with this. Like I want to play baseball with Mitch. It's fucking it, it's just it's not bad. It's just an arcade game. It's just like Yeah. You uh, somebody catches the ball, hit B, it throws it to first and that's it. And then your batter, you just tap A and swing. It, it's just there's no depth at all mm-hmm. and i'm really bummed because i just i just want a baseball game mm-hmm. but fucking sony is like whoa we'll take mlb the show and we'll just make it on <laughs> right right um so that's kind of a bummer um i've also been playing uh so i made the decision i bought some of the kingdom hearts collections and um whew, how can i keep this short kingdom hearts has three mainline games one two and three and then I swear to God, they have about 15 other smaller games. And Kingdom Hearts has probably the most confusing storyline ever. They act like the first game, in, the first chronological game is a web brace browser game that came out like two or three years ago that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, wow. Um, basically, what I have decided is I want to play through the entire Kingdom Hearts timeline, um, which equates to about eight or nine games. Um, and they're all different. They're all different. There's a game where you have like a deck of cards and that's how you fight things. So you have to like scroll through and play cards while you're moving around and fighting. Like (laughs) it's insane, man. Yeah. It's a very convoluted storyline, but I don't know what it is. I just love kingdom hearts. I love being in these Disney worlds. I love like when I'm fighting along with like Simba or like, um, but what was a really cool moment? Um, that I had. I'm playing um, Birth by Sleep right now, which is a good Kingdom Hearts game. Um, I'm, I am having fun with it. Um, 
I just like, oh, I'm playing uh, Hercules World before he actually is Hercules, before he's oh, all cool. big and stuff. And I'm like running around with him. He's like, hey, can I train with you? And he's all like puny. And I'm just like, oh, this is dope. <laughs> um, having a lot of fun with that. Uh, I've also been dicking around on Skate 3. Oh. And I really love the skate games. Um, they're, uh, shout out to Kevin. Um, we played the skate games and we fucking love them. Like, I mean, I love Tony Hawk. Don't get me wrong. Oh, did you yeah. know that they're coming out with remasters of Tony Hawk yes, 1 and 2? Yes, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. I am, when they announced that, I've, so the, I've, the past few episodes, I've kind of mentioned that I'm very seriously considering getting like a PS4. Um, and when they announced that, I was like, yeah, that's pretty much the nail in the coffin. Like, this is going to happen because I want to play that game so bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I will, without getting into it too deep, I do actually have a PS4 now. Oh, um, nice. So, yeah, if you got a PS4, we can play games together. That would be amazing. And we could play Tony Hawk 1 and 2 oh, online together. Dude, yes. All right. This is happening. So that would be uh, really fun. Um, other than that, yeah, I've just been playing. Uh, I've been playing the new COD. Still really enjoying that. What I wanted to bring up real quick that we could have a few opinions about that you may be interested in is is um, what in the biz they call cross-play. So I have a PC and an Xbox and now a PS4. Mm-hmm. What happens typically is like, you know, if you have a PS4 and you have an Xbox, you can't play together. Right. Well, the new, the new COD, Modern Warfare, actually has cross-play. So you can play with people on, if, if you're playing on Xbox, you could play people with P, on PS4. You could play wow. with them on PC. Yeah, and you can even play against people who are on PC using mouse and keyboard. That's awesome. Yeah, it's honestly I love it. The problem is, is that that's just not many games because basically my Xbox is dying a very slow death. It's gonna break, and mm. I still want to play games with my friends. So it's like, well, I just. Why can't I just play on PC and then play with them? Because it's you've proven the technology exists. We do that on Call of Duty. I'll sit here and play mouse and keyboard on my PC, yeah. and we'll play COD. And I love it because I spend a lot of money on this computer, and <laughs> it does work well. And I like that just when I'm playing games, I could just like you know Alt Tab, hop over, get on DoorDash, order me a little food, yeah. Alt Tab back, and there we go. <laughs> I'm playing again. I love it. Like, yeah, I love playing on go. a computer. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, um, it, it's, it's just now a new thing because the consoles like want to separate themselves. So like, and PS4 is the one who is the worst. They don't, Sony does not like to play nice with others. So they don't want mm-hmm. crossplay. They want you to be like, no, yeah. buy a fuck, fuck you, buy a PS4. Um, right. Yeah. But I just, I dream of a day where like, if you had a PS4 my buddy Aaron and Chris have an Xbox. I'm on my PC. We find some weird, goofy game. We can all hop in and play together. I dream yeah, of that that's, day. Yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's do you think no, that's going to happen in the near future? I think eventually. Because I think eventually what will happen is that consoles will sell based on, hey, we do have God, like, like Sony's going to be like, hey, we have God of War. We have Last of Us. These are some of the greatest games ever made by PS4. Xbox is going to be like, yeah, well, we got Halo. You like Halo? (laughs) Master Chief? (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. Remember those LAN parties you had when you were 14? (laughs) That's what I swear to God. Buy our shit, please. (laughs) Yeah, I swear to God that's what they do. You remember LAN parties? Buy an Xbox. (laughs) And then PC is going to be like, 
yeah, like, buy, I don't know why you wouldn't buy a PC. You're all fucking dumb. <laughs> Consoles right. are now just PCs, so just buy a PC. Um, yeah. But what would be awesome is that they all sell based on their exclusives, but multiplayer-based games are cross-play enabled. Like, mm-hmm. everyone can play with everyone. Like, Fortnite, Fortnite, you can play on a phone with people who are playing on a PC and a fucking yeah. PS4 and Xbox. And I, I don't know why you would do that, but that's super cool to me. Yeah, like let's. I guess I've never understood that about the video game market. That brings up a good point. Like, video game market is one of the few like companies that I'm aware of that has proprietary like content for you know depending on what console you own like for example remember you know back in the day when if you know if you were going to go buy a dvd of some a movie um you bring it home and no matter what dvd player you have it'll work i don't understand why video game companies can't can't just follow that same logic right and what it is is it's exclusivity I mean, it's just like, yeah. you know, it's it's competition is like we're yeah. building. We want our console to be the biggest console. And, and uh, yeah. the worst one is Nintendo, because Nintendo, Nintendo is the Apple of gaming. Yeah. So yeah. Nintendo is very much like, nope, this is Mario. We are the only ones who are allowed to say how you're to pick Mario, because there's not going to be a Mario FPS where you can fucking shoot off Luigi's head. OK, that's yeah, never going to happen. Well, I guess, no, that makes sense, because you, you wouldn't want, you know, Microsoft making a Nintendo, like a Mario game, but I guess my point is, like, why can't Nintendo just stick with making games and leave the consoles for another company? I would agree with that wholeheartedly up until the Switch, because when it came yeah. to the Switch, Nintendo just fucking, like, just knocked that shit yeah. out of the park. Like, they made a console that is revolutionary. Um, yeah. So, no, I agree. I As a gamer, it's very frustrating because it's like, I just want to play whatever with my friends, and I just wish it didn't matter what console we had. That's so frustrating. It's like, mm-hmm. I, if we're playing Overwatch, I see no reason why they can't play on an Xbox and I play on PC. Do I maybe have yeah. a little bit of an advantage because of mouse and keyboard? I mean, maybe. It is more accurate. It's mm-hmm. easier to take my mouse and just, you know, click because... Uh, controllers virtually have to have aim assist. If they didn't have aim assist, they yeah. you couldn't shoot anything because it's just impossible. I yeah. understand some of these details, but I know game designers are smart enough to fix it. Yeah. And it, I just, I think it should just be exclusives. It's like, hey, if you wanna, if you wanna play God of War and Last of Us, buy a PS4. If you wanna play play Halo, buy a Xbox. If you wanna mm-hmm. uh, play. Uh, I don't know, Goat Simulator before it really got popular by <laughs> PC. Yeah. Um, and then essentially... Well, I guess the way it is now, it's kind of structured like that, like Netflix and Hulu thing. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to play all the games, so I have to buy both. Like, and people do, so... That's what it is. And and I do have a PS4 now, but I got it dirt cheap. Yeah. It may or may not have been stolen. Um, but <laughs> that's my whole thing. Wait, what? Is... No, it just... You bought a stolen PS4? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't. We bought it off a friend. <laughs> okay. It was just very desperate. So I have a lot of questions about it. But we got a gotcha. PS4 for 50 bucks. So we're not really questioning it. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, go ahead. Uh, I, I was just going to say, like, no, that's that's what's frustrating. Is like, if you want to play them all, if you, and, and especially me, who I just love video games. Like, 
I don't need to play, like, the coolest, best game out, but it's like, yeah, I want a Switch. I want to play the new fucking Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want a PS4. I want to fucking play Bloodborne. Um, yeah, I want an Xbox. Of course, I fucking love Halo. It's like, why am I having to pick as a consumer just because you guys can't figure out a way to still make money and put out a good product, but also not yeah. having to sell your exclusivity? Because basically, that's right. what you're selling. Um you know, so it, it gets kind of frustrating. I don't want to have seven consoles. I want one thing that I could play yeah. all my games on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring this up real quick while we're on the subject of video games. Uh, I texted you this a few weeks ago, and I really want to see what you have to say about this. What the fuck is going on with Animal Crossing? Oh, my God. I forgot. I I, <laughs> I think we were supposed to record and we were going to talk about it. Yeah, and we haven't talked about it yet. So now I ask you, again, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So Animal Crossing is a Nintendo property. And um, it's just like this virtual world kind of thing. Um, It plays in real time. So like if I hopped on today at 1.26 p.m., it would be the the early part of the afternoon in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And when I hop on at 3 a.m. on Animal Crossing, it's 3 a.m. in Animal Crossing and nobody's around. Yeah. Um, but it's just like this virtual world where you go around and make a village and, um, you know, you just have like utter control, I guess, in that sense. But it's a very like cute, chill, relaxing kind of game. I don't know if you've heard of like Stardew Valley. Like Stardew Valley is a really big game that kind of started a lot of this. Um, it... To relate it to you, I would say it's it's like Minecraft. Okay. You just kind of like build stuff and do, do you right. collect stuff? Yeah, you collect it. Yeah, very collection heavy, but you're not building things. You're building a village with gotcha. people and an economy. And like it's, yeah, I don't like Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's a, it it seems it seems very chill, and it I chill. I definitely can see why people are drawn to it. But like, is there a competitiveness to it? Is there you know are there mini campaigns? Are there mini games where you like try to win something? I I don't I guess I just don't understand how the economy of it works. Well, there is I do think there are like some mini game based things. Like I think you know like fishing I know is a thing you can do. Um, mm-hmm. but like you're establishing like. I don't know because I haven't played Animal Crossing. Yeah. From my understanding, is basically like you're collecting things. You you collect these bells. You use the bells to buy stuff. You know, merchants will come to town and they'll open up a shop, and then like you know that kind of like generates an economy. And like you're you're basically a mayor of a little village. Yeah. Okay. And you're being a mayor. Yeah. But they're all little cute like animal things. Yeah, I follow the reason when it first started blowing up. Uh, I follow the uh, subreddit just like called Vinyl, and people like post pictures of their vinyl collections and stuff. But there was a while there where people were posting pictures of like their Animal Crossing like bedroom or something, and they had like a whole bunch of like actual vinyl on the wall of like you could see like the album cover for like that King Crimson or whatever. Like, and I guess some people somehow modded it so they like. I, I and I have no idea how it works, but I they just like found that image and put it in there. I I have no idea, but it's kind of it, it was kind of cool that you could like turn your bedroom into like yeah, look at all these vinyl I have like in this game. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I think you can upload images. 
Yeah. That obviously probably aren't too offensive, but I think that's what it is, is you can upload images. So I've seen plenty of of little like joke rooms where you go into the bedroom and there's just like a there's like a the Pepe meme. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, on the wall and there's just like a chair and like a TV. Like but yeah, I think you can upload images into the game. But yeah, I mean I, I would really love to tell you more about Animal Crossing. I don't know because I've never played it, but I know right. that it is a very like uh collecty build your own stuff make your own world kind of game and you know people just get lost in it hard but yeah people were very yeah. but but this animal crossing is the first major console release of a new animal crossing game probably in like 10 years because mm-hmm. they're typically on handheld they were typically on the like the ds and yeah you know the handheld nintendo system so this is the first one on a major nintendo console in a very very long time yeah okay so i it's think on the switch right yeah that's that's why that hype got like really high because they're like oh my god it's a fucking new animal we haven't had that in forever because it it's typically on handheld so when it came out on a major nintendo console yeah people were ready people freaked out yeah yeah i i have a buddy like but yeah one of my one of my friends is like yeah no i play that like eight hours a day easy yeah i and like i talked everybody plays it like people that aren't even like really into video games will like constantly post about it like on facebook like hey i'm getting on animal crossing tonight here's my like village code or whatever like i've literally never heard you talk about video games what is happening yeah dude i it it it, it's kind of cool well and also this happened during the quarantine right ah yeah that's true yeah this is a perfect quarantine game man like Mm -hmm. it it, like you can only do so much stuff during the day and you got to wait for tomorrow like it's a perfect quarantine game yeah and i think that really helped too um but yeah Yeah. it's it's a phenomenon for sure yeah geez all right (laughs) well i just had to ask you because i figured you'd know a little bit more than i did and i am I'm just so confused by how it blew up and what's so cool about it. Yeah, I mean, I I would the thing I would suggest if like you really want to know, just like pick a random let's play of Animal Crossing and just watch them yeah. play it, and you'll figure it yeah. out pretty quick. Because I guess so. Yeah, it's not exciting. I do agree. <laughs> like I can really say that it is not that exciting. This this is one of my favorite binds. Like, hey, what's up? It's your boy, Skinny Penis. <laughs> Uh, that's great. Which really, I don't know why. Just that's Noel. So shout out to Noel. Okay. Um, all right, Mitch. We talked in a previous episode about things we hate, uh, things that we loathe. Um, mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk about some things we love. We're going to probably do it quickly because we've been going for a while. Uh, but we're going to talk about some things we love. So, Mitch, I want you to go. I, th- I think we should just trade off. What what's something you love? Okay, that sounds good. The first thing I love, I will talk about, is Fourth of July. I love the Fourth of July. Oh. It's my favorite holiday. I love. Well, <laughs> really? I don't love fireworks, but like it's kind of. It's just kind of. It's kind of fun to participate in the uh, the festivities, such as fireworks and drinking and barbecuing and all the great stuff about you know summer and America is just kind of rolled into one holiday, and it's almost like an excuse to be uh, man to to go above and beyond in your patriotism because i don't really you know for the most part i don't walk around being like god i love this country but on fourth of july you're allowed to wear like a red white and blue shirt and nobody looks at you strange and you just really embrace the inner 
redneck, I guess. So it's a really good excuse for just to drink way too much beer, to grill some stuff, to watch fireworks, and that's some of my favorite things ever. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> God, that's kind of an interesting thing, Mitch. Um, I, I guess I'll go through it kind of quick. I, I have some opinions on that. Is just like so we're we're pretty liberal people. Like, sure, I think yeah. it's both agree we're pretty legal, but I don't know if any of the listeners know this, but we both have American flags hung up in our houses. Yes. Um, now, are you supposedly technically uh, supposed to hang your flag that way? Uh, no. Um, technically, you're wrong. Um, however. <laughs> you're going to get on me about how I hang my flag? <laughs> it's my flag. It's my country. <laughs> Um, no, we're both liberal dudes for sure. Like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously everyone would know this by now, but yeah, like, I think that we both are fairly patriotic because that's, I think the things that we love about America are things like the, what, what kind of 4th of July is, is like a weird ability to go out and drink and be loud and shoot off fireworks and be yeah. fairly disruptive. <laughs> I mean, it's just this weird, it's this weird carryover from how I think America started, which was like basically the British who was very, you know, refined and had all these laws and codes and things had to be a certain way. And then I, I do kind of view the forefathers of being just like, ah, fuck you. Like, you know, and they're just like muskets, like, <sighs> And watch this chopping down a cherry tree and, you know, Sam Adams is making beer all the goddamn time. Like, I don't know. I just there's a rebelliousness in being an American. And I think Mm -hmm. Fourth of July is is uh, definitely exemplifies that. Yeah, Um, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And I really, really do think and this is probably the most political thing I'll ever say is that (laughs) you can be a liberal and be patriotic because typically your patriotism is wrapped up in your ability to question the conservative values of your country. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah. America was founded on the principle of, you know, you have the freedom of religion. You have the freedom to think other, you know, uh, to have differing opinions than what, you know, the government you know, the popular government stances. So like, I guess when I say I'm celebrating my patriotism, it's a way to say like, I'm blessed to be able to say these, you know, potentially, you know, controversial things without any sort of backlash. Like I'm allowed to talk about how the president is stupid and I won't be hung. Yeah. You won't go to jail. Like I could walk up to a dude in a Trump hat and be like, fuck you. And he may <laughs> kick my ass, but I have that right as an American. You're within, yeah, you're within your rights, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, you know, that is that is a really cool part about our country. Um, should you do that? No. Right. But you can. <laughs> you can if you want to. You can if you're so inclined. Um, one of the things that I love is when um, people do something kind of embarrassing in public and you're the only one who sees, <laughs> oh, yeah. but they kind of acknowledge oh. that you've seen them, so you just share yeah. this moment of like... Like, my favorite thing was I was sitting in my car before I was getting ready to go to work, and I just saw somebody walking, and they tripped. And, oh, man, they biffed. They biffed hard. And yeah, they kind of, yeah. like, looked up to look around, and they just locked eyes with me. And I was dying. <laughs> and they were just, like, just beat red. And I just kind of, like, leaned out my window, and I was like, you're good. <laughs> like, don't, don't, I mean, don't yeah. be too embarrassed. Like, it was just me, but that was funny. Yeah. And I love those. 
Yeah, right. Have you ever been in the uh, in the other person's shoes? Like, have you ever been to the, the one to like biff it in front of someone, and then you look around and there's one person that saw you? Oh, for sure. That's definitely happened to me. Oh no, I've definitely done that. I actually was just walking home the other day, and I went to step on my patio and literally rolled my ankle. Uh, yeah, like I had to limp for two days. I rolled my ankle. I was on the ground, like just like, ugh. And there was somebody <laughs> sitting in their car directly in front of me, laying on the ground in agony. Yeah. And they were just like, "Y'all right?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, I'm good. I just hurt my ankle. Yeah. It just really hurt." Um, yeah, it's kind of a special moment. They're like, "Hey, we're in this together, man. Solidarity. I've been there before. No worries. Like, I'm not gonna make fun of you." Yeah, it, that's the thing. I think it's like somebody did something embarrassing, and I, I would hate to think of the people who would be like, <laughs> like, and laugh yeah. at them. Oh, it's God, like you're going to yeah. laugh, but you're also going to be like, you know, you're going to share, and like, they did something <laughs> funny. It was embarrassing. Like, <laughs> right. You know, but it's okay. Yeah. I, no, that's, I, I oh, love that's that. That's funny. That's an awesome one. Um, I love, uh, I love, I, so I love coffee. Um, not only do I love coffee, I love like fancy coffee. Um, I love well for I mean obviously I love the way it tastes. Uh, it's you know I, I pretty much start every morning with a cup of like my own handmade uh, coffee. But it's not just like that. I love the taste of it. I love the uh, uh, kind of the uh, the tradition of it's a good way to start your morning with uh, a little bit of uh, normalcy uh, with some habits and like you know it, it, there's almost something uh, kind of religious about okay I've got to make my water I've got to boil that I've got to pour the thing and it's kind of a good routine to get into every morning um, and I it, it, gives, it allows me some time to reflect and get ready for my day um, rather than just uh, putting a pot of coffee on and then I'm going to go take a shower real quick and it takes some time and that's what I love about it but then I also love the community aspect of it like one of my favorite things about it is that well one of my favorite things to do is um, people that aren't you know as hip to like you know hand brewed coffee like I love sharing that with them because like it, it, my favorite thing to do is like uh, when somebody comes over or spends the night or something like and I've, I've done this to you I've been like hey you like coffee uh, let me make you the best coffee you've ever had someone that's like oh yeah you put on some Folgers that's fine I'm like no you have not had coffee and that sounds kind of pretentious of me but it's also like something that I really enjoy that kind of brings us together like in a way like in a way it makes me think that i'm like i'm improve i'm improving the quality of your life a little bit by sharing this amazing super easy way to make way more delicious coffee um and so pretty much anybody that comes over i'll you know make them coffee my way and it's something we can bond over and it's super cool so it's got a very cool community aspect of it no i agree I agree. I think that's a really good way to put it. I mean, I know I make fun of you all the time about it, but <laughs> no, you're right. Because like you have done that, you've done it that exact way and it is cool. And I, the way I view it is I think there's something ancient about you and me sitting at like your dining room table in your house mm -hmm. after like a night of hanging out and having fun and drinking of us sitting there drinking coffee. Because I think what we're witnessing is something kind of like, weirdly intimate and vulnerable about each other yeah right is that like yeah. this is the morning all right, right. like <laughs> like you know like i mean we've done it i'm sitting there like completely hung over just fucking still hammered 
and like and my PJs and my hair is askew and we're just drinking coffee and you're just like yeah what's up man like you're already chipper in the morning yeah and like <laughs> right. I weirdly almost don't like you in the morning because I'm like <laughs> exactly. why is he so fucking chipper but it's like this this cool thing that happens of like everyone sitting around drinking coffee together where it's like this weird communal experience that you wouldn't yeah because you put on a pot of coffee or you make cups mm-hmm. of coffee like typically yeah. i feel like typically you don't just make one cup of coffee yeah um and that's the what what i loved about like working in a coffee shop was that like it's such a bonding experience that like you're you know people well, well i've i've been a part of like a coffee club at work it sounds ridiculous but basically what it is is just like six dudes that um enjoy like you know making Kimexes and hand brew coffees uh, that really don't know each other but we're like hey we all enjoy coffee let's go make coffee for each other and sit around a table and kind of like talk and see what happens and that's exactly what it is you grow relationships with people on the context of like having a coffee together um and that's that's what i loved about working in a coffee shop is like you you know i it, it sounds so strange but like the customers that you that come in like on a daily basis it's it's that it's that thing it's like the most vulnerable they will be that day they just woke up they need their coffee fix and you have the ability to like make their day like get their day started off on right. the right foot so yeah that i guess that's kind of one of the reasons i'm so chipper in the morning because like i recognize from working in a coffee shop like how you act around this person will set the pace for their entire day. Well, and truthfully, Mitch, like, yeah, I, I was kind of joking about not liking you in the morning because it's actually the opposite <laughs> yeah. is the truth is that I actually like yeah. when you're around because, like, you'll be very happy and I'm like, I'm hungover. I don't feel good. <laughs> but Mitch is in a good mood and I was like, I want to show Mitch a good time today so I'm not going to yeah. dwell on how I feel. I'm going <laughs> to drink this coffee. We're going to hang out. I'm going to hit the shower and we're going to get going. Yeah. So well, that's the thing about me too. Like I'm very good at, at and this is sounds like I've got some sort of like psychological issue, but I'm good at hiding my emotions enough that like so believe it or not, I am, you know, every time I've, you know, hung out and drunk drank with you, I'm not as chipper as I come off in the morning. I just want to, you know, I don't know, like put on a good face or like, you know, try to see the best in things like well and then that makes uh, me do the same right because typically in the morning i just sit there on my phone and watch youtube and then like if charlotte (laughs) interrupts me i'm like what like i'm kind of a dick in the morning (laughs) yeah because i i need to i need to get my brain going for the day um Mm -hmm. but with you like like you said you do kind of put on this shipper attitude and it kind of makes me just be like yeah like oh yeah let's talk instead of me sitting here on my phone yeah um which you know is cool so no you're totally right i think that's a that that's a cool way to think about coffee yeah i'm one of the uh, and one of the cool things i learned from that job is like i had to get up at insane or early hours um and i didn't like i i hate waking up that early like I'd, i would have to be there like at 6 a.m so i'd have to wake up at like 4 30 a.m sometimes and that is so rough but you know just well, one thing i did like every single morning when that when i was there alone i would like put on the pearl jam 10 album and i would just crank it as loud as possible at like five in the morning because like that is an album that like gets me hype i've like and then so by the time i I'm, you know, ready to see people. I'm already kind of like 
I've done my morning routines, so I'm now in a position to be able to talk to people. And that's a really funny cool. image for me. Is just you making coffee and you're like, "Won't a pound of time? Pound of time? I could control myself." It did it, man. That was my secret. That's how I got. Mitch is you know, in there, to like be. pouring coffee, like even flow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's my secret. Dude, you may have discovered something. I I think I need to listen to 10 every day. <laughs> Just that. You add, try it. Try it out. <laughs> what the fuck is this world? Come on, do you did. Um, no, I like that. That's really. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, uh, one. So this kind of segues into one of mine, actually. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Um, I feel the same way about coffee as I do about alcohol. Um, okay. And here's why is because of the community aspect. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody knows I drink a lot. I have this weird ability to drink a lot of alcohol. Um, I mean, I drank a 12 pack last night and I was mainly tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We're, <laughs> we're not going to get into that. But the note I have is people being honest. And I really do. I really love when people are honest because honesty is hard. Like, honesty can be amazing when people finally are, like, very honest and direct with you. But it can also suck when people are like, yeah, I don't really like you or I don't appreciate what you did or, you know, your music's bad or, you know. um, (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, like, you're my son and just I don't really like you. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, but I love honesty because when honesty is involved, there's no second guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like being rejected by a girl for the first time or the hundredth time, you know, tomato, tomato. Because um, you can take that and move on. And and what I like is that, like you said, with coffee, you have that moment in the morning. What I like is alcohol at night is because, like, I can make you a drink and I can make you a drink based on how you're feeling. Like, um, you know, I have a few drinks that aren't even really drinks. It's just taking ingredients and mixing them together. And it's like, hey, you're going to drink this. It's going to taste pretty good. And you're just going to get drunk. And that's just yeah. what it is. Like, the, my Russian lemonade is the best example. Like, it's just sugar <laughs> exactly. and vodka. Like, there's nothing yeah. happening. Um, no, I was thinking about that, too. You went through a phase, and you probably still are, where like you, you're you not a bartender, but you're really good at making drinks. And I feel like th- I resonate with that because like I'm not a great chef or anything. I, I don't really do a lot of cooking, but I want to you know serve people the best way I know how. And for me, that's like, you know, I'm going to make you this. I, I'm good at making coffee, so that's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. It's the same thing with me. It's like I've only been asked to, like, make people drinks at, like, parties where I don't know people, like, a few times. Yeah. Obviously, all my friends, I'm just like, yeah, try this. Um, typically, they hate it. But when I find <laughs> something that works, when I'm like, somebody's like, well, I need a drink, man. I was like, well, I'll make you a drink. And I was like, well, what do you want? And it, typically, the answer is like, I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. Just some fucking with fruit. Um, <laughs> I typically, I make drink for girls. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they're the ones who need a drink made. Guys just drink beer yeah. out of the bottle. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, typically, I'm, I'm just saying this is typically what happens. But yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's nice to make somebody a drink who's like maybe having a bad day or a long day or who does just want to have fun or typically doesn't drink. And it's like a fun thing because that the only reason I think that anything I make comes out well is because I just put care into it Mm -hmm. so like i don't know if you've been to an applebee's and you've asked for a 
cocktail. They don't give a fuck. They're just like, and they're like throwing the shaker like into the glass while they're pouring it while they make another drink. Like they don't give a fuck. But if you sat down and you make a cocktail start to finish, thinking like, I want this to be good. I want the ice to be good. I'm. I'm like doing the pour, like I'm. I'm not taking too much time, so all the alcohol is going to be right there, and it's going to aerate real nice. Like when you're taking yeah. that time, you made yeah, you made a drink for me one time where you took like a mint leaf and like smashed it, and then like I think you rip, rimmed it around like the rim of the glass, which is like you normally you don't think like oh that'll make the experience better, but it does. It so much does. Yeah, I think that was my whiskey <laughs> smash, which is yeah. the, one of. I, there, yeah, that's one of the drinks that I can make really, really well. Um, but I, but that's all I made is I only drank whiskey smashes for a week. Yeah, because I wanted to make a really good whiskey smash. I want to do it with my eyes closed, and that's the whole thing. But yeah, when you take that care and you do that, and then what also you get to have is that moment of honesty. Is after they've had a little bit of alcohol, they loosen up, they're a little bit more honest, and then you can. Granted, when you have real moments when you're drunk, is it always? you know that real maybe not but you still like in the next day when that person's sober and you're sober you kind of have a glimpse into who they are it's like you said some things to me that you probably wouldn't say now but you said when you were drunk so i have a little bit more respect for you because i have i have something about you that and it's yeah and i don't think you mean that maliciously like i have something on you it's like we shared a moment yeah that's yeah exactly without we you know without alcohol it might not have happened but i'm damn glad it did Mm. because we know each other a little bit better i i have had a lot of regrets after drinking but i think for the most part it's i've learned to just be like you know that happened because i don't actually do terrible things when i drink i just kind of make an ass of myself so typically (laughs) I'm just like, you know, that happened. I've learned from it. I had a moment with this person that I don't think I would have typically have because I don't know if we would open up to each other like that. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I feel bonded. I think you're, 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 the night before your wedding is a good example. Everybody that was there, <laughs> I feel like intrinsically bonded to. So yeah, if, I, if exactly. I saw them again after all these years, I would just, it wouldn't feel weird because I was just like, <laughs> I, I remember surprisingly a fair amount of that night. Yeah. So I would be able to, I feel like I'd be able to connect with all them because I think we all share a moment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was a blast. Yeah. That's cool. So that's my thought. Um, okay, cool. The other thing I love, okay, while we're on the top of, uh, topic of drinking, um, I like drinking in the morning on vacation. Agreed. Uh, I don't. I, I don't typically drink in the morning. I'm. I'm a little bit more responsible than that. But there's nothing better than like having the day off, or ideally, like being in a new place. Uh, and the reason I kind of like thought of this one is um, w- when I was on like my honeymoon, me and Erica went to like Myrtle Beach, and we would just like wake up at like ten in the morning, and we would go out to like the beach, and there was like not a whole lot of people there, and we would like make ourselves these little like. Well, I started pretty much every morning off with a. Uh, fuzzy navel i think is what it's called basically Mm. just like rum and orange juice right and i had that every single morning and it was the best because i knew like i'm on vacation i don't have any real responsibilities today i'm just gonna see what happens and being able to i maybe i should just say i enjoy vacations (laughs) but But also rum and orange juice doesn't hurt yeah rum and orange juice in the morning nothing better (laughs) no i i I agree um i'm even that way on weekends sometimes which you know weekends aren't necessarily the biggest thing to celebrate but it's kind of nice to wake up and just Mm -hmm. be like 
it's 11 because we kind of have a rule and it's kind of your rule but i've i've adopted it is that you shouldn't drink alcohol before noon yeah however when it's a celebration when you're having fun like we've done it like we've mm-hmm. you know I, we do it every week really when we do this podcast <laughs> we're drinking beer right. at 11 o'clock in the morning um but that's what's kind of fun it's like it's 11 o'clock i'm gonna drink a beer am i gonna get drunk for the whole day and not do anything <laughs> or you know am i just gonna be really loosey-goosey all day Right. We'll see. But the the thing is, like, it's so much better because you've worked all week to deserve that. Like, you know, I I, I don't want to come off as like an alcoholic. Like, oh, yeah, drinking at 11 a.m. That's why we do this. But like if you've put in five or six, you know, five to six days of hard work, you deserve that. You deserve to, you know just cut loose a little bit right if you want to drink a beer at 10 30 in the morning on a sunday because you've worked all like there i don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah um it's it's like that whole thing with nick offerman of talking about how like yeah, you know a beer tastes better about. when you put in the work to drink a beer yeah he said uh, actually his exact words are uh, uh, a corona after a long day in the wood shop tastes like the jizz of the lord <laughs> right and he's right and he's totally right um and and also his thought of you know it's better to have eight people to have one beer than one asshole to have eight beers <laughs> yeah exactly so you know totally i totally agree um let's see i maybe have one more that i can do um oh yeah i wrote uh being able to laugh at yourself uh even when you say something dumb and having good enough friends who won't give you a hard time about it so um i love i i actually have a speech impediment and i had to like go to classes and stuff when i was a kid so as people could probably mm-hmm. have picked up i say a lot of dumb shit i pronounce <laughs> things very weird i have a very very odd way of speaking i also have a very odd vocabulary i'm not going to sit around and be like oh i have this really high vocabulary but i like to use words that mean more to me so yeah. typically like a good example is like i think loathe is better is more extreme than hate so if i hate something Mm -hmm. i don't think that's that extreme but if i say i loathe that person that's very i very very extreme um Mm -hmm. i just use that as an example to say like i get very tongue-tied i can't say things i you know cinnamon took me years to actually pronounce correctly um (laughs) you know i still say woof uh when i'm talking about a wolf uh you know that kind of thing pillow whatever right. blah 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 <laughs> um envelope um but when i say what what i really love is that when you're hanging out with friends and it is that kind of safe space where if you say something dumb they may laugh about it and give you a really hard time and see that you're embarrassed and it's not going to stop them from laughing but you're not going to hear about <laughs> it for 2 years yeah exactly about the time that eli said something dumb and i just think with like strangers it's really easy to like you know like a newscaster has a flub and then it's just like oh shit is put him on youtube yeah it's like your friends aren't gonna do that so i just right i love having those kind of friends where you could just be like you know you're saying something wrong for like two months before they're finally like eli that's not you're not saying that right you know and they're not gonna like give you a hard time i guess i love that like safe space of having those friends who will not not necessarily spare your feelings but they're not gonna beat you up about it 
Yeah, right. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of a cool thing where you have a relationship with someone where that goes beyond the um, you know minimum minimal small talk. Like for example, like when like if you were to ask me like, hey, how's your day going? Um, I would be like, you know, I would be honest. I'd be like, well, you know, this kind of fucked up thing happened. And if a random stranger said, hey, how's your day going? I'd be like, good. See you later. Right. Um, but I, I love being able to have the relationships with people where you can. Yeah, just get into a little bit further than just like, I'm doing fine. Work is fine. Thank you. <laughs> right, right. Like, I think some of my best moments is when, like, I hop on a game with my buddies and they're like, how you doing, man? And it's like, ah, well, really not good. Don't really want to talk about it. This is what's going on. They're like, all right, well, that sucks. And then they're like, where are we dropping? And then we move right yeah. on from it. And, yeah, exactly. And I appreciate that because, you know, having those friends who are able to listen to what you need is pretty awesome. So you Ooh. know when you say something stupid and your friends kind of let it go that that's a that's a pretty cool thing to do and it, and it is a cool thing you do to a stranger you don't have to sit there and grammatically correct strangers <laughs> all the fucking time that's a douchebag right. thing to fucking do maybe give them a chance to realize yeah exactly um yeah so that was probably the yeah. last thing I had do you have any more yeah um I have one more I think um. So I have been, oh, actually, I'm going to have two more. For, okay, first one, real quick one. I love the smell of wood being cut. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of my favorite pastimes, just it, working on stuff, like cutting wood. Um, it, it, part of that is, like, it just, it just has this really kind of, like, comforting smell. Um, and it doesn't even really matter what kind. It could be pine. Um, to me, that's beautiful. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to be like, it could be pine. It could be cedar. It could be oak. It could be cherry. It could be mahogany. It could be, it could be spruce. Who cares? <laughs> it's kind of, I hate that. Like you still know more woods. Like oh yeah, I can I can do this all yeah, day. Yeah, like you'll hickory, beat me every time. Pig nut hickory. Ah oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, okay. So okay, that one was okay. The the last one I guess I'll end on is um, I've been watching a lot of these. Uh, uh, in my my episode, I talked about I've been watching a lot of like sports highlights on YouTube, like because we don't oh. have baseball to watch right now. Yeah, okay. I've been watching a lot of MLB stuff. Right, right, right. right. Um, one of my favorite things is there's like a subsect of YouTube videos that are dedicated to like sportsmanship highlights and yes. it's pretty much like yes. it's so cool to watch it's it's watching people like p- playing well primarily like baseball or something on a professional level that have respect for their enemy essentially um it's a really cool like video like for example there there's this v- series of videos where uh someone will just strike somebody out with like a nasty pitch and whoever just struck out will have so much respect for the pitch that just got thrown they'll like look at the pitcher and like nod at him or like point at him and just fully acknowledge like man that was fucking good yeah like, like there's no way I would have hit that. <laughs> exactly. You are amazing. And I just love seeing that kind of stuff. Like, all oh, these people are rivalries or whatever, but when they can acknowledge, like, you know, look past that we're supposed to be rivals and just be, enjoy the love of, I guess, the game, the game. is so yeah. cool. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree. That's I think that's why, like, I, I don't know how many people listen to this who don't really like sports and maybe get really bored when we talk about them. I think that's what we like is, like, I think we have a lot of res- respect for, like, the culture and the legacy and the games that we're interested in. So when we see somebody exemplify that, I think we just love that. I don't think mm-hmm. that we're people around like 
that's why I get kind of like annoyed by talking to people about like football, for example. Most football fans are very obsessed with like the winning and the performance of one player. And what yeah, I want to see yeah. is like I don't want to see like I I don't want to just see a good player. I want to see a good person who respects the game out there playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's what I want to see because it doesn't happen that it's, much. Yeah, it seems like in all of the, like the NFL highlight videos I've seen, most of the NFL highlights are like hardest hits or yeah. like this dude got murdered, um, which I think is fun to watch, but it's also like not really the point of the game. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. There, There is a very beautiful, intrinsic uh, nature to football, and it's totally ignored because it is like, watch this dude fucking break this guy's ankles and it's like all right <laughs> yeah. i respect that athleticism but then he's just like in his face like fuck you fuck you dude and it's like okay <laughs> exactly. that's not football it's it's yeah. not that's not football um my favorite um sportsmanship or just sports highlight and i don't remember anything about it i don't remember the teams the players is this pitcher throws a pitch batter hits it the pitcher catches it during his like the down part of his pitch right so you know what i'm saying yeah he, do you know this highlight he pi- no i don't think i have he, he pitches and how their arm extends through so he's down so he's in the down part of his pitch and he's and he literally turns like around because the pitch because the batter hit it and it's coming back and he catches it as he flips around and just has it in his glove and the batter is like called out and he's like yeah <laughs> who caught it and he looked at the what pitcher the and he was like just he was like you caught that and the pitcher's like yeah <laughs> oh i have seen that yeah that's amazing yeah, yeah. because it, it literally was like boom 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 like it was the quickest baseball play i've ever seen and it was like yeah. i don't know how the pitcher got it but the batter literally like didn't know how he was out and was just like you caught it like yeah, i just hit right. the ball like where did it go <laughs> yeah. yeah one of my favorite uh mlb players pretty much of all time is Bartolo Colon. Do you know who that is? He is a pitcher for the Mets who is like 300 pounds. You look at this dude and you're like, that dude looks like my dad. (laughs) (laughs) And, but he's got this one island where for some reason, like one time he was up to bat and he hits this amazing home run, which like for pitchers hitting a home run, that like never happens. And especially to see a 300 pound dude hit a home run and he's like trotting around the bases. Like he's, he's definitely out of breath by the time he reaches second base, but both teams are just like, holy shit, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw a catcher for the Reds that hit a ground rule double, and it was the coolest thing I ever saw ever. Fucking yeah, good old Ryan Hannigan. Um, uh, I love that guy. Uh, did you? I watched one the other day. We'll wrap this up, but this is one I watched the other day that I had to tell you about. I need to find it because I don't know who it was. It was it dude it is the biggest batter i've ever seen this dude is fucking humongous they throw a 90 mile per hour fastball and and bean them with the fucking pitch and like it because what it goes is like you know when you square up with the bat it goes in between that but it clearly hit him in the fucking face and the and the ump heard it and he was like i'm not going to first it didn't hit me i'm batting 
And he's like, wow. He's like, um, I heard it hit you. And he's like, no, fuck. And, and he's yelling at the catcher, tell your boy to throw the fucking ball over to the plate. And the ump's like, take your base. Like, that ball clearly hit you in the fucking base. And he's like, throw the fucking pitch. It, dude, it was. That's amazing. It was the coolest thing. He's like, I'm batting. And he, like, got in a fight so with the fucking ump. And, the, yeah. and, you know, the coach had to come out and just be like, take your fucking, what the fuck are you doing to me? Because it was, like, extra innings, and it was, like, yeah, the end yeah. of the game, and he just, he wanted to bat. He wanted to hit that ball. But he got beamed yeah. in the face with a 90. Like, they did a slow-mo replay, and it fucking bounces off his arm, hits him directly in the chin, and then, like, the ball uh, spins out. And he's just like, yeah. no, nah, it didn't hit me. <laughs> that's amazing yeah i was like that's badass i need to find that clip because yeah. i need to figure out who it was yeah seriously all right well was there any more you wanted to do uh that's about it that about wraps it up okay all right well let's wrap it up that's some things we love uh, i think it could be equated by we want to make coffee for you and make you a cocktail <laughs> and just watch baseball highlights is really all we want pretty much yeah i'll be happy i'll yeah. be pretty fucking content <laughs> all right mitch well um what you been cranking? What else you cranking? Okay. Um, I was cranking um, this week. Uh, I can't remember if I've actually specifically mentioned him on the What You Cranking portion, but I've definitely talked about him on the podcast before. Um, one of my favorite musicians as of right now is uh, Jason Isbell, um, and he put out a new album with his band, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, um, and it is so good. It is... I think it's called yeah it's called reunions um so definitely check that out i, I just love jason isbell he's I've, I've talked about it before he's like kind of the epitome of alt country um kind of like bringing back a revolution of what country used to be like um in the modern era um and i love those types of you know bands that are that are doing that kind of thing so yeah check it out yeah i have a lot of respect for jason isbell because not only is he a good musician he's a pretty awesome person um, he's such a cool guy yeah, too yeah and that's one thing i really like about him um i don't know if i've talked about her on the podcast or not but we're going to talk about her now uh i have been cranking Paula faith who is oh okay one of my favorite singers uh i just had in the in the notes for the podcast just a do you want the truth or something beautiful which is like one of her first albums but it's just an incredible album and she's went on to make good music still um but just that something about that album and during the time I listened to it, of just being exposed to, I mean, it is pop music, like, I'm not going to lie, but, like, I guess there was an element of her being, there's something about her that has, like, a legendary status already, and I think she'll be appreciated later on. Um, for example, uh, Foo Fighters did, uh, I don't know if you saw this, during the major quarantines, did Times Like These and did an acoustic version where basically for the BBC where everyone covered it. Like, I mean, mm. I don't know who wasn't on this. It was all these British people. It was some American artists. They're all singing times like these. And then Paula Faith shows up in the middle of it. And it was really cool to hear those two worlds collide. And I think sometimes we don't realize how separated we are from like British, like current British music. Like mm -hmm. we think that somebody comes over who's a British artist. Like, I don't know who, but... You know what I mean? They cut like Sam Smith, maybe, or somebody, or Ed Sharon. They come across the pond and they're making music, and they're like, "Oh, it's this British artist." And and at a certain point, as Americans, we forget that they're 
but there is a whole subsect of music in in England that we don't listen to. And mm-hmm. I really, really love a lot of English musicians, and I think Paula Faith might be my favorite one. Um, mm-hmm. She was an, a, a magician's assistant. She was a preacher for a while. She's super fucking interesting. Wow. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to hear some like really cool like neo soul pop music, yeah, definitely Paula Faith. Okay, you'll have to check that out. Any songs in particular I should add to the playlist? Um, she does have the title track, Do You Want the Truth or Something Beautiful, which is a ballad, which I really love. And then there's also Stone Cold Sober, which is just a really cool, jammy thing. Um, so, yeah, those are my favorites. Okay, cool. Dope, dope. All right, well, those are some things we love. It's been what we cranking. Um, we are going to get up. I have to piss. My ass hurts. We will. <laughs> yeah, it's been a it's minute. Been a yeah, minute. It's we been will a, see you guys later. Yes, thank you. Check out the Facebook, Instagram, Knuckleball Studios, the Spotify, What You Crankin'. Bye.